This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, 10 minute Tuesday time. Today I'm talking about your relationship with money. I love this subject. Uh, I've seen the fruit of a changed relationship with money in my own life and uh, I'm so grateful that I've understood how this works. So I want to share some things that I think you'll find useful because, um, you know, money is such an interesting subject, uh, <laughs> creates lots of joy and lots of suffering. Uh, and so really important that you can kind of understand how this works. So start off by just suggesting that money is a very great place to start when you're doing personal development. Um, your relationship with money is a really clear window into your relationship with yourself and and your relationship with insecurity. So there are some people out of insecurity who who have to have more money and there are some people out of insecurity that need to resist money. So, for example, if you fear that you're not good enough and you're desperate to prove that you're a good person, some people's strategy is, right, well, then I'll get more money to prove that I have value. And it's kind of that strategy at all costs. So uh, look at how good I am by what I can earn, by what I can achieve, by the car that I drive, by the clothes that I wear. You'll know that I'm important. You'll know that I'm valuable by money, by what money does for me. So that's all good and well, except you, you kind of burn everything else with that strategy. So relationships, um, you come at second place to that. Your health comes at second place. Um, sometimes your soul comes uh, at the cost of that. So I see a lot of people sell their soul for the sake of earning more money to prove that they're good enough. So it's a destructive strategy. And what would it profit the man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You know, it's kind of in the end, you understand it's not about money. It's you're trying to prove that you matter. Your strategy is through money. So it's a very unhealthy and unhappy relationship with money in the end. And the second strategy, and this was much more my story, was that um, you know, money's dangerous because money will make you a bad person. So you want to feel like a good person, show that you're a good person. So you'll do that by being kind, by serving, by loving, by being generous. Uh, and, and therefore, you know, the fear is that money will corrupt, money will make you greedy, money will make you selfish, money will undermine your quality as a person. You don't trust yourself with money. Your best effort of proving that you're a good person is to be a poor person, is to not need money, to not want money, is to be better than money. And so that was definitely my side of the equation and, and so grateful that I worked out that was the story because all we have is story, right? Um, uh, that's the first A in the four steps of transformation in the, in the book that that models Brian Grasso and Carrie Campbell and uh, really excited they're on my podcast shortly so that'll be a really great conversation to look out for but you kind of when you kind of realize all we have is story then uh, you kind of go well then it's malleable you can change your experience the order of operations is to change your experience with yourself, then money, not, not the other way around because money is just an extension of your relationship with yourself. So understand your storytelling about your value and worth. So for me in 2016 in Germany, when I realized I was sabotaging my money, I, that I, 
I kind of asked myself, well, what must I believe is true in order to behave this way? And I realized at some level, I must believe money was dangerous. That was the only thing possible. I was good at what I was doing. There was lots of opportunity to earn money, yet I never did. Therefore, I'm resisting it. I'm saying, no, I can't handle it. So I tracked it back and realized I'd made an agreement with something that I saw modeled um, in my family that money, you can't be rich and godly. It's not my family's fault because um, not all my siblings picked that up, but I decided that was true. I decided that made sense. I made an agreement. So I'm not the actor, I'm the storyteller. When I realized that, I decided that I no longer agreed with that. So I consciously deconstructed that agreement and wrote a new one, which was, uh, it's not, no, it's not money that corrupts, it's insecurity. So if I'm dealing with my insecurity and showing up secure, then money is just going to magnify what's in my heart to do. Secondly, even if I'm the first rich and godly person I know, I'm happy to be that guy. So that did away with the need in my storytelling to find an example or to find someone else to give me permission to be that person. Took responsibility for being the adult, changed the story, rehearsed the story, aligned myself to that story consciously uh, on repeat for the next three weeks and literally in the space of three weeks watched my income um, you know, probably triple for that year. Like in the last two months of that year, I earned, um, you know, more money in that two months than I'd earned the, the prior 10 months. Um, and I've seen my, my income, you know, probably double uh, ever since then, every year. And without extra effort, um, it just is a, a natural flow on of the fact that money is safe and I can handle money because there's nothing to prove and, or defend. And I have a happy relationship with myself and so I can have a happy relationship with money. That term happy money comes, uh, happy relationship with money comes from the book Happy Money by Ken Honda. Such, such a great book. Um, so all we have is story and uh, people who succeed in life do so off the quality of telling better stories. So here are three stories that I have found very, very useful to tell about money. And you can model them if you like. You're welcome to use them, try them on, adapt them, make them your own. But just so clear, they're just stories. I don't know if they're true. I live as though they are true. I find evidence that they are true. But, but that's all we can do. Um, the moment we decide something's true, it becomes true for us. Uh, but I know it's a story. You know it's a story. Just so we're clear, uh, welcome to use it if you'd like. Story number one is that money is the reward you get for accurately understanding your value in the world. So I used to get upset when I saw my bank account going down and feel like it was unfair that I was working hard and, um, or I'd get upset if someone wanted a discount or didn't pay me what I thought I was worth or didn't want to buy something that I thought was priced well. And then I thought, hang on, that's not their fault. That's my responsibility to accurately understand my value first. Um, then out of the overflow of that, if I show up knowing my value, well, then money is the reward I get for doing that work. So cool, that's, that's evidence that there's more work for me to do. Um, so I decided um, very clearly what it was worth, what the insecurity problem was worth. To help someone solve this problem is a difficult problem. I don't know anyone else who can solve it like I can. Um, so that is a very valuable work in the world. So I decided what that value was uh, and, and I understood it. And so the moment I did that work and understood the value that I brought, well, then um, money's a reward for doing that work. Money flows. Uh, second story is money's always been there for me. So I, I personalize money. I'm grateful for money. I, 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 I thank money for always being there for me. Um, I love the, the arigato phrase from Happy Money Book. Um, 
uh, and that f- and, and the gratitude arigato. so thank you thank you money thank you for always being there for me um, and that kind of flows on to story three and that is the joy of money is in the flow so i used to be good at saying thank you when money came in but resent when money went out now i, I love both um, arigato when money comes in arigato when money goes out so you know i just paid my my bass this morning and, and I was grateful. Thank you, money, uh, that, that you are always there for me and that I get to exchange uh, this money for uh, this responsibility to be part of society, to contribute meaningfully, to allow the government to build roads and hospitals and schools. And the fact that there is that I have a tax bill means that I'm earning money, so thank you. Watching money flow in and flow out just means I get to enjoy the whole experience and have a very happy relationship with money. So order of operations, do it, work on yourself first, not money first. Um, the, the, the relationship with self is the key thing. Deal with the insecurity out of the overflow of that, then fine-tune your relationship with money. hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear, and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, the Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com.